Hi guys, welcome to episode number three. Yeah, we did a quick update, but I would say this is our third episode. It's gonna be a doozy, guys. <laughs> yeah, so it is Michelle, and we have... Kevin, I'm here. And we also have a very special guest. Who's that? Kim. Oh yeah. <laughs> Kim Crawford. Kim Crawford, uh, which is my favorite type of wine. <laughs> Cheers. So you might be wondering what happened? Why am I drinking wine? Well, the inevitable happened this morning. And what I happened? Uh, well, my surgery was canceled. Postponed. 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 Keep yeah. it positive. Yeah, so I just wanted to come on with you guys to explain to you uh, how it happened, how did uh, Kevin find out about it, how I'm, I'm feeling, all of it. I took a few notes of a few things I wanted to share with you guys. So let's dive in. So what happened is that this morning I uh, went to work. I was still uh, only liquid. Day nine of my liquid diet. Today were December 22nd, I believe. I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, I'm not sure. We're not drunk. It's just that we're. I'm on vacation and I don't keep track of the days on vacation. And my brain doesn't work anymore because it was a lot of stress. Anyway. Uh, so I'm at work December 22nd. Again, I'm due for uh, my surgery on January 4th. So it's right. my... It's my uh, well, at least they didn't call you on day 20. Yeah. So I, I was on the phone with one of my coworkers and my phone rang. It was uh, numero masqué. A private you? number. Uh, a private number. So I knew right away. As soon as I saw private number on my phone, I was like, ugh. It's cancelled, for sure. Yeah, I know, right? So, what's funny, and maybe you don't know that, is, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure you don't know that, because we didn't speak all day. <laughs> uh, so, I told Fanny, oh, I'm going to put you on mute, and I'm going to get it. So, uh, Fanny... Oh, so she saw your reaction? Yeah, Fanny is my coworker that I was on the phone with, and we do a lot of video chat at work. So, she was seeing my face, but she couldn't hear what I was saying. And so the girl is telling me, hi. And I'm like, hi, how are you? And she said, not good. I don't have good news. Oh, no. She started off like that? Yeah. I, I like that. She didn't sugarcoat it. She was like... Yeah, well, they're like that in the medical field, eh? They're no BS. No, exactly. But I felt like she was nicer than when I called to have an update last week. Yes, she was kind of rude last week. Yeah, but now she, she was nice. She was like, I, I'm not happy to be doing this. But of course, the COVID cases have been rising so fast. It's How insane. many was it today? Was it 6,000 today? 6,300 in Quebec. So, Only Quebec. Yeah. But when you think about it, when I started the liquid diet, we were not even worried at that, time, at that point. And that was only nine days ago. So that the fact that the cases increased so high this fast was kind of scary. So I do understand. There is a bit of a silver lining. I don't know if you saw in the news today, but also... It seems that the cases, the Omicron cases where it originated in South Africa 
have uh, de-escalated. So they had their wave and then it lasted a month and then it stopped. So maybe that's why the, is it, I guess the secretary or nurse told you that you'll, your surgery can be pushed to February as opposed to like, we don't know yet. So okay, that's, that's a positive. So far she only told me uh, that she didn't have good news. Yeah. <laughs> so going back to my conversation with her. Oh, sorry. <laughs> she said that I Should don't... we restart? Well, okay. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, so she said that she doesn't have good news and uh, she told me that uh, due to the current stage, she had to cancel all of the surgery. Uh, and that bariatric surgery is one of the first one that they cancel no matter what it doesn't matter that you started your liquid diet or whatever it's the first one that they cancel in these case I and mean, i understand but at the same time like it sucks yeah i understand i'm not like in between life or, or death i'm not gonna die because i'm not having surgery so i would understand that the um prioritize people that are in a more precarious stage You know? Yeah. But it still fucking sucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, she told me that. Then I asked her, oh, um, should I stay on my liquid diet? So if ever it gets it get back to be fine, you can call me back and I can come in, come in quick. And she was like, no, 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 it's not worth it. She said it's probably going to be until February before you can have surgery. I don't even feel comfortable enough to uh, give you a date. So uh, she decided not to give me one and told me that she would call me back when she uh, she's confident enough, basically, and that I will have to restart my whole three weeks. And she didn't give any specification on how I should start back eating. Uh, so that that was pretty much the whole conversation. I, I, I think I was nice to her. I, I just thank her for calling me. Yeah, Kev. Well, you know what might happen? We've heard from other people in the, the group or whatever, um, for your hospital group, like girl gets called December 8th, okay, operating December 9th. So like, let's cross our fingers, be like, hey, maybe that's a possibility. Well, not that close though, but it, it's true that sometimes they may call you and shorten your liquid diet. But I don't think they can uh, put it as short as one, one day. day. Yeah, no. but, yeah. but they could say, oh, I have a spot in two weeks and a half. Would that be okay? Anyway, I'll take any days because that, 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 that sucks, basically. Anyway, so as soon as I was uh, done on my phone call, then I unmuted my coworker. And she said, I can see it in your face. I had something I had to do at nine. And she was like, I'm going to do it for you. Uh, go ahead and call your family. So I called my dad. Then I was able to speak to, to my other sister, my mother. I texted my brother. All of that. So I told all of them uh, that uh, it was canceled and how I was feeling down. Oh, and my boss called me through it all. And she was like... Hi. And then I was like, hi, can I call you back? It's about timing. And then I was just crying. <laughs> oh, poor her. Then I texted her on Teams to say to say what had happened. Because she, know, uh, she knows I'm having surgery. She just doesn't know what type. And uh, yeah, 
so that's how it went for me. Kev, do you want to tell me how it was on your side? Because I know I didn't tell you really because you were downstairs while this whole thing was happening. So uh, do you want to say how you learned about it? My perspective? Yeah, sure. Well, I was downstairs. I was uh, reading on my phone uh, in the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> And uh, I came up after a good amount of time of reading, and all I hear is weeping, like crying. And I'm confused. I'm try. I my my heart starts racing. I'm like, oh my god, who died? I was like really. Who died? That's the first thing that came you to were, your mind. You were crying like so much. And then I said, okay, for sure it's not somebody dying. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, who's she talking to? And then I, I'm not, I can't really, I don't really remember what you were saying. I just remember seeing you crying. And then you were saying some other things. And then you were talking about like, oh, it sucks. And I'm like, oh, okay, you... The surgery got canceled. And then, yeah, so you're on the phone another another fair bit. And then you came out. And then you talked to me. And then you were crying. And then I tried to keep it positive. And then the other... But you, you're so good. You're so positive. Like, you, you know that... You know that everything is going to be fine. You know what to do. It's just like you were in that emotion and I, that's okay. Like, I really respect that. Like you were just in your emotions. So I just didn't know what to say. So I just let you have your, your moment and let you uh, ride it out because that's what you needed to do. It wasn't, I, because I find as a male, I find often you go into this solution mode. Yeah. But I don't think that that's what you needed to hear. I don't think that, that me trying to solve your problem was what you needed. I just... Exactly. But that's, that's hard. That took me a lot of learning to and learn that. It's, it's funny because I, I spoke to quite a few people since. And I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you were like this with me. But if you're just trying to like uh, hype me up, I, that's not what I want right now. Like I said to myself, today I'm going to have a shitty day. It's fine. I'm going to live out my emotion today. I don't want to put it down. I don't want to uh, bury myself under toxic positivity. I, I don't want to do that right now. I, that's why I was crying and stuff. I just want to get through it. Feel the emotion so I can move on. I was impressed. It didn't last very long. Oh, I'm still sad. But I know you're, I'm giving well, myself until tomorrow. <laughs> well, I know you're sad, but I mean like the the... The pity party? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I cried for like 30 minutes. But what I mean by that is I find that a lot of people, you're going to tell them the hardship you're going through and they're just going to try to go directly into positivity mode. But that's what not necessarily what I need. I just want to hear that my feelings are valid, you know? Mm-hmm. And I find that's what I got from uh, my, my family. They were really uh, supportive with that they were like you're allowed your emotion it is frustrating it's okay for you to like this time and so yeah that was fun fun is a big word but 
Um, but I, I learned a lot from it too. Um, a big win I felt. Uh, it's and that's a segue that I would like to do in this episode is that. Yeah, because I have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, I know. I took some notes of what I wanted to discuss, and I didn't tell you anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we're saying. Uh, is that a, a win for me? Is that I as I learned it, and as I was in pain and everything, the first thing on my mind wasn't food. So I'm thinking. That is a big win. It's a win. Like I, I wasn't in a rush to eat. Like I know I told you guys another episode. If it gets canceled, the first thing I'm doing is ordering a freaking pizza. And eating all my emotions and uh, tasting the pizza and feeling all that. But when it happened, all I wanted to do is to cry, take a bath, watch Netflix, sleep. Like, I, I was having other coping mechanisms co- coming to my mind. And I think it's a big win and it's really reassuring for the future and the surgery itself. Because it's showing me that... Um, I did do some learning, although I don't think I was ever a big emotional eater, but I, I still find it reassuring because I think it was last Thursday that I started to worry about this and I was on the liquid diet then. And as soon as I was worried about it, the first thing I wanted to do was eat. And since I couldn't eat, I was even in a worse place mentally, you know, mm-hmm. but now it was all different. Are you following me? Is that does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. But I do think I do think that you used to seek comfort with food. Like I remember <laughs> we would sit down and it'd be like, oh, okay, well we're ordering pizza. Like if it was like a shitty day or we're getting we're getting candy, you know, like. Yeah. Well, I th- I think that it's uh, healthy to have food being one of your coping mechanism. But it can't be the only one. But you know what I what we were doing? We were doing that when um, when we were back before we read that book and we were restricting ourselves of things that, like the bad, I'm, I'm putting quotations, but you can't see me, but the bad foods. So... The more that you say, oh, you can't eat this, the more that we want to eat it. You know what I mean? That's kind of the effect that it had. And then we've kind of changed our mindset that no food is inherently bad. Everything in moderation, you know, mm-hmm. not really sure. But that's sure more about I'm... the intuitive eating. But if we're going back to coping mechanism, um, I know that the first person that brought that, that into our life was uh, the nutritionist. Yeah. And I told you, like, I worked with her on a list of things that uh, basically made me feel better. So I was really trying to change, like, every time I go through an emotion. Now I have a few uh, coping mechanisms that I can use. I can write about it. I can take a bath. uh, I can go for a walk. I can call someone to bitch about it. I have all these different type of things that I can do. And, uh, yeah, are you distracted? <laughs> no. Um, I'll, I'll tell you later. I was just looking at the, the app. Oh, okay, the recording? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, guys. So, um, I lost my train of thought here. But, yeah, 
anyway, I just mean that it, I think it's good to have a few coping mechanism and um I think it's a big win to know that I my first go to when I go through a negative emotion or positive is not necessarily food and it might be other stuff. Like my first thing that I wanted to do was to call my family. And then I would have wanted to watch Netflix, take a bath, go to sleep, anything. So I feel like that's a positive. But I still needed to have my pity party today. I For told sure. everyone. I told everyone I was going to be in a bad mood, that that's the way it was going to be, and that tomorrow I would be ready to, to see the positive. Mm, yeah. And also in my notes, what I had that I wanted to share with you is what made me upset, really. Um, yeah, what made you upset? What caused you to cry like that? Um, I feel like it's a, it's a few things. The first one, I feel that it was to have to do the liquid diet all over again. Uh, you guys know it was a big hardship to do the first nine days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if when after like you had your pity party and this and that, and uh, Teo and I came back from um, the the pharmacy and he got you chocolates because mm-hmm. I told him you know and he wanted to make you feel better. You had a chocolate, like maybe an hour or two later. And you had one and you were like, oh, full. Yeah, that's something I wanted to discuss as well. How I felt like reintroducing al- element, uh, foods food into a, in my body. Like, as soon as I started to eat, I was getting full and I couldn't handle it. And I felt like I was going to be sick. Yeah. It was really weird. I, I'm thinking if it's like that after you have the surgery because I could only take a little bit at the time because while you guys were gone I took a two or three soda cracker and then it made me feel full oh where did we go oh is that when we made the snowman I don't know okay so that made me feel full then I tried the chocolate later on same thing I felt full I guess it's because my stomach wasn't used to having food anymore. So I would say if ever you are in a situation where you're only on liquid and then you have to reintroduce uh, normal food to go slowly. Um, because I did feel kind of sick all day. It was strange. Um, but yeah, so to go back on what made me upset. Uh, so there was... The fact that I would have to do my my liquid diet again. Uh, but there wasn't only that. It was also because I was thinking, oh, I told like a lot of people that it was happening. Now I have to go back and say to everyone that it's not happening. Even my boss, she had me train someone so she would take over my workload while uh, I, I would not be at work. So... I felt like all of these little things adding up. And also, I feel ready. I'm feeling so ready right now that it's it kind of sucks. Like, what am I going to do in the meantime? Yeah, but you'll be ready in a month too. If it's in a month. Yeah. Well, we don't know what's going to happen with COVID and everything. 
anyway, so the, there's that. Um, the thing that I have been telling myself that's already helping me, are, although I'm still on my pity party. <laughs> so the thing that I've been telling myself is in a year, it doesn't gonna matter. It's not gonna matter anymore. In five years, I'm not, I'm not gonna even remember that. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I understand. So, although I'm, I'm feeling very sad right now, I'm feeling very upset, I'm feeling discouraged, I know that it's just a matter of time. They didn't take me off the list. It's not not gonna happen. And yeah, they didn't say canceled, they just said postponed. Yeah, I know they're gonna call me back as soon as they have another opening. And uh, it's gonna be my turn. So, yeah. I think that uh, wraps up the whole day a little bit. Mm -hmm. I feel like we should definitely still um, do the podcast and then just kind of like maybe get into other topics that we wanted to discuss. Of course. I think that uh, like it just goes to show that if ever you're starting this process, there's going to be a lot of up and down and maybe um, how I'm expressing how I dealt with the, these emotions and explaining the emotions might help you through the, harsh, the hardship you will go through, although yeah. they might not be the same. Yeah, maybe this will resonate with you. And like, you know, I mean, this kind of sounds weird to say, but you had like no obstacles, like it was too easy that That's you were true. going through this, like you had to do all those tests and... You don't even, this rarely happens, folks, by the way, but she does not even have to take any vitamins post-op. She does not, and then that rarely pre happens. Pre-op. Pre-op, sorry. But yeah, no, I, I've been really blessed. Like, I've been on the waiting list for only two years, and I read online people that have been on the list for three, four, five years before something happens. They go for their pre-op test. They are told that they have to... Uh, do other stuff because their health is not perfect but me all my tests were 100 percent they just told me i was in a perfect health so it was everything went so smoothly for me there had to be a bump in the road somewhere <laughs> yeah. you know so it's true that if you're listening to that and you were just told you have to wait three months because you have to take more um five iron iron well don't don't worry about it our, our turns is our, our turn is gonna come eventually yeah and uh yeah i do want to continue to do this podcast we have a lot of of topics that we wanted to cover so this is just like you say a bump in the road but we're still gonna reach the final line and continue to share uh, my journey with you is there anything else you wanted to have kevin no um have a great day night wherever you are listening, and uh, later days. <laughs> For me, the only thing I would like to say is I know that uh, in this episode, we go a little bit in every direction. I think it's because we're, uh, we've been through all kinds of emotions today, but uh, it felt really good talking to you guys. And uh, we can't wait to uh, share more with you. So don't forget to subscribe. If you can leave a five-star review, that would mean a lot to us. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Have a good day.